All right then. Good evening, Bob. How are you today, Bob okay. Ulrich? Yeah, it's got a hard K sound That's at the end. Weird. I hate that. I'm sorry. <laughs> you hate it, my name. It's too German <laughs> for me. I'm sorry. Uh, you can call me Ulrich if you want. No, nah, it's fine. Well, but or then you it... can just say Bob Zaro or something. That's no, I, <laughs> I like. You know what? I do like Bob Zaro a lot. Bob Zaro is good. Bob Zaro is pretty great. You know what? Fine. You are now Bob Zaro. From That's now funny. on, in my in my heart, you will be Bob Ulrich. Uh, I will know in in my heart that you are Bob Ulrich, but I will say Ulrich anyway. You can say whatever you wish. At any rate, I'm not offended. <laughs> we've got some comics to talk about. We're doing this yeah. wicked late, but uh, it's going to be pretty quick because this week is not is not full of stuff. I don't think. Um, nah, but. Uh, we're going to start with A because uh, apparently articles are not pulled in my alphabetical thing. So A town called Terror is number is number yeah. one in this. So uh, number two, whatever. Alice Ever After is uh, is also out. Mm-hmm. This is that uh, Pinozian book that yes. is really beautifully drawn, but just not my cup of tea because it is one of those. What if something terrible was going on in Alice in Wonderland and it was really adult and gross. Yeah. It's like, mm, not my thing. If it's your thing. Yeah. Uh, go for it. Uh, it just reminds me too much of sucker punch <laughs> is really all it, that it is. It got green lit. So it's got an audience. Yep. And uh, we, I mean, with the with the crew of artists that are on it, of course oh, yeah. it did. They're amazing. Yeah, it's a good. I mean, it's a good, it's they're just both of them are just able to pretty much do whatever they want to do because they're awesome. I was unfamiliar with the artists, but they have a very Panosian kind of um, flair. To yeah, it was style. weird. I didn't know who that person was until this, and then I saw their art, and I was like, "Wow, mm. I don't know. I want to see them doing something that I want to read because mm. that's pretty awesome." <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Of course we sold out of the... Oh, God, I hate everybody. Sorry. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> Did you sell out of the... Yeah, of course. Uh, uh, honestly, anybody that ordered two copies and nothing else, I'm just going to cancel their order. They can go to hell. Nice. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man Beyond Trade Paperback Volume 4, Batman Superman World's Finest Number 3 is out. This series Wait, is awesome. What did you sell out of? Uh, Batman the Night. The Night. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm you were there. talking yeah, about just that. Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, uh, by the way, World's Finest, great comic. Oh my god, it's so it. good. It's so good. It's so good. It's yeah. it's easily the best. It's just so, it's such like great. And I don't even like demons or whatever. The big fu- the big villain is a demon, but it's yeah. just so fucking good. And I love so good. the best part about it is that it says it's Superman, Batman, or Batman, Superman, or whatever, but it's really like Robin, Supergirl, and Doom Patrol, and yep. like it's just, it's great, and Dan Mora can do no wrong, and Mark Wade, when he has a good artist, is true badass. Yep. Love it. Uh, the thing that I was talking about that I'm irritated by everyone with is Batman the Night number five. Especially after you read it. It's such a like it's you know people talk about the kayfabe effect, but it's like the bleeding cool effect. Yeah, like bleeding cool oh. does like a culture war article about it, and it, it's just like so blown <laughs> up, so overblown. It's so, dumb. it's so dumb. If you're buying it for that reason that you saw the article about it online, you should just not waste your time. You know, you should buy it because yep. you're reading Batman the Night, which is actually a pretty decent. It is. Year one style Batman story. Yep. That's uh, not even true. That's it. That's all. That's all I want to say about it. Yeah. Black Hammer Reborn. Almost done. 
Yeah, only one more issue left, and Black Hammer is done. And that's there's crazy. a transformation for Skull Digger in this. That's really oh great. awesome! I love Skull Digger. I'm gonna spoil it. Can I spoil it? <laughs> yes. Space Digger. Oh, well, of course. <laughs> I think uh, I think one of the covers actually kind of spoils that. Uh, now that I think about it, no, I guess that's not. It is in space, but it is a so space much. cover, but it's not space. It's digger. not space digger. Yeah, he, uh, he basically becomes like the Silver Surfer in it. It's pretty cool. Awesome. Um, so I was like, I was like, well, I got to do a podcast tonight, so I'm going to save the water that I have. So the result of this being that I haven't had water all day in this hot ass store, and so I'm just like drinking this half gallon of water that I have here, way too much. So apologies if I belch into the mic or something. Uh, Gross. That's the uh, challenge I, I set for myself every by, week by I'm having sure a fizzy water with your. Our regular listeners have been like, did he just burp? Gross. That's so gross. <laughs> Actually, it lends authenticity. <laughs> so true. Uh, Bolero number five of five. That series is now over. It is. It's a double size. And the art is real good in that comic. Art is amazing in this comic. This is definitely somebody's book. Not really mine, but uh, I definitely can see why someone would love this book. Yeah, absolutely. Catwoman number 43. The first appearance of d- something. That character from the Batman animated series. Oh. Red something. Sonia. Red Sonia, yes. Red Skelton. Uh, also, this is another Culture War one that you might <laughs> you might see increased copy two copies <sighs> and nothing else uh, sales of. Why? Because Bleeding Cool wants people to click on their website, and so they wor- put things on there. Can that, I like, just ask everybody to stop clicking on Bleeding Cool's <laughs> website? I have. I don't I click mean, on their I website I certainly don't. I don't click on CBR e- anymore either. I think they had one as well. And I, I mean, God. I just I get served it because I read so much comic content, but like, I don't, I just won't click on it because it's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you could tell from the headline it's bullshit. It's just like, why bother? <laughs> I double listed this crazy comic. Ooh. Oops. Uh, Count Crowley, amateur midnight monster hunter. Nice. I didn't trust Chad to put this in the system, so I listed Crazy Food Truck, a graphic novel. But either way, this book looks crazy. Crazy food truck does look crazy. Crazy actually, food truck looks insane. Yeah, it's a, it literally is a guy driving a food truck, and then there's someone in a sleeping bag in the middle of the road, and he crashes and he spills some of his food, and then he's like really mad. But then it turns out it's this girl, and now that he's on the run because yep. people are chasing her, yeah. and it's a manga. And it's crazy. I've, I paid attention to the manga this week, so I could say stuff about it. Nice. Of course, now Good we're job. rushed. So. <laughs> I won't rush that much. Um, okay. I'll, I'll spend a lot of time uh, after Critical Role, Vox Machina Origins 3, number 6. Mm. I will spend a lot of time talking about this Dexter's Laboratory pop vinyl. Ooh, it's Let nice. Me t- it's so vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> it's so vinyl. It's so pop. It's so fun. <laughs> I actually love this. Yeah, it's great. Again, this is another example of this one. Looks like the character, so it's fine. It, yep. it, like, like there you go. It looks like the character. I love it. For me, it's the eyes and the fact yeah. that it has glasses. Like, makes it so. Like, the one thing now about the pupils. Funko Pops is, and I think I've said this in the past. So I won't go back down the hole, but it's just like those cold, soulless, dead eyes. Soulless, dead eyes. It's yeah. a hard sell for me. It is. That's why I like the, the Hellboy one that has yellow eyes. Yeah. Or like you know whatever yep i agree uh duo number one what the hell is this okay this was way better than i thought it was i actually brought this home i thought it was really cool i don't even cool. know i like 
I don't remember ordering this. I think I must have been drunk. So they're rebranding. Was it solicited as something else? They're rebranding Milestone as Earth M. So it's kind of like a soft relaunch of the Milestone books. Okay, sure. And it's a new title. And it's basically like this scientist, these this couple who are scientists that are working on this. And this is, it was a, it was a little bit of a skim in the beginning of it because before the, the concept of it got, got, um, got, got, I don't know what exactly they're working on exactly, but they had this machine in their house and it explodes. And mm-hmm. one of, they basically like, it's kind of like a cyborg origin where like the machine blows up and it destroys parts yep. of that, but like it destroys all of one of them. And the machine has like nanotechnology in it and it, it reconstructs the one who died out of parts of the other one they basically become so it's like firestorm right except it's they're married oh <laughs> and the concept of it is Oof. like it seems like it wouldn't work but it was actually really good i i really thought it was good it's like it's intriguing i want to see where i don't know it might be one of those things where two issues from now i'm just kind of like ah, i don't like where this is going but like based on the first issue like it could go someplace that could be actually pretty interesting. Can you at least cut out while they're taking a crap? No. Oh, great. <laughs> that just does not seem fun. Yeah, and at the beginning, she's literally just screaming in his head. Like, he's <laughs> like, she's just like, ah! And he's like, why do I hear screaming? This sucks. <laughs> My wife's dead. All I can hear is screaming. Oh, Jesus, I hate all of this. Yeah. Uh, that would be bad. Uh, Earth Prime number four, Stargirl. Oh, man, Jerry Ordway yeah. still has it. Absolutely. Also, I think there's a first appearance of a human bomb sidekick named Cherry Bomb. I don't really know if she's named Cherry Bomb, but it's a female human bomb with cherries on her symbol on her Come chest. Come on. So it's got to be Cherry it's Bomb. It's got to be Cherry Bomb. I don't know. I almost, if it, you know, I, it, it was an almost for me because I just don't really follow these books. But the yeah. Jerry Ordway art is so good in this. Like, Crazy. Really fun and whatever. It's like if you watch the Stargirl show, it's directly like tied into the continuity yeah, and now that they've canceled every single cw dc show oh they did yeah i think there's like one that survived the cut but like they mm. cut like four or five shows it was crazy it was oh, like wow. it was a bloodbath wow is legends canceled i assume so oh, wow. i think i think to look into that maybe Bleeding cool has an article about it no they don't <laughs> don't look don't <laughs> don't look at that don't look at it marion i'm gonna start uh, i wonder if Oh, man, no. You know what they should do is the people who own the Lying in the Gutters trademark from when he used to use that should just yep. start that up again and they just should. be like, and they should start it with a guy named Jitch Ronson and like <laughs> just totally just do like normal comic stuff that like oh, God. isn't shitty. I just can't believe that people can even load that site. Like it feels like every time I open that Depends open on bleeding cool. You use. On any device that I've got, it's just like ads everywhere. It's just yeah. a disgusting interface that looks like you're playing video poker. Or That's something. I mean, that was initially why Blech. I stopped um, looking at it because, like, on my phone, it would just be like the thing that I hate was like it, you get an ad and then it would just like vanish. You'd yep. be like halfway through the article and then you'd have to load the article again and scroll all the way down to where you were. And uh, let's just fuck it. CBR is the same way too. Uh, Electra, black and white and blood, number black four. Black and white and blood. Yup. Uh, Eternals, number 12. Yeah. Art's yeah. pretty good, in it? Yeah, this is... Uh, 
Yeah. I'm just beating I'm, the crap out of everybody. Yeah, I mean, I haven't read any of it before. I just flipped through this one because I was like, huh, what's this about? And I just I watched like, the Eternals know. movie yesterday. Ooh. Because my wife was out of town and I was like, I'm going to sit here and watch the Eternals. What the hell? I ordered pizza and watched the Eternals. And nice. it wasn't terrible. You know, it was like, I'm not surprised. It was a, it was probably a B minus. You know, it was like, you know, it wasn't Spider-Man, but it was like, I, the only thing without spoiling the thing, they do some of the characters dirty, which is interesting as far as just killing them and or turning them evil. I hope that's not too much of a spoiler for the movie, but it's, it's an interesting choice. Um, and it's, it's also really big and it's really kind of cool to see, uh, Angelina Jolie. <laughs> Actually, she's great in it. Oh. Everybody's really awesome. I mean, Kamal Nanjiani steals the entire movie. Oh, cool. He's fucking amazing in it, and oh, it okay. is worth watching it just for him. But everyone else is great, too. Nice. Um, yeah. No, I was like, I was entertained, and there were a few, like, seeing a celestial in a, in a major motion picture was like, yeah. oh, that's crazy. That's, <laughs> that's cool. cool. You know, I will admit, I bought a Celestial Eternals Pez dispenser uh, because <laughs> I was like, I'm, I can't believe that I, I'm looking at a Pez dispenser that's shaped like a Celestial. I have to get this. That is crazy. Yeah. I mean, just like there's literally a scene where one appears in the clouds over oh, cool. Earth. And you just see this massive, like, yeah. Jack Kirby thing in space. And you're like, wow, that, that what the fuck, man? I've never seen yeah. this before. It's too bad that they fucked up Galactus so badly. But, like, when they get back to doing it right eventually, which I would imagine yeah. is, like, the thing that they will do in the, in the, in the cinemas. Oh, yeah. Uh, that will be pretty cool. Yep. Um, anyway. It'll be a shorts. <laughs> Speaking of things that are that are good. Fables, 151. Wow, yeah. Speaking of people that still got it. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's he's still one of my favorites. I, I'm i surprised he didn't draw this. Wait, uh, Willingham? Willingham? Yeah. I don't know. Does he draw anymore at all? I don't think he does. But yeah, I, I, like, so. I, I saw this gigantic pause, and I was like, here you go. Here's a perfect opportunity for him to start drawing Fables. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I would really love that. Or maybe draw backups or something. But all these guys that I love as artists, they're just like, man, look, I don't have to do art anymore. What a great deal. And then they hand it off. Zadarsky. The the Zadarskys, the the Tim Seeleys, like all these guys that I love. uh, They just, they're like, oh, finally, I can just write. Uh, But, oh, well. Yeah, I don't know, but the the the, the trade off here is that it's uh, it's Buckingham and Leiloa, and yeah. that's it's just a team, a match made in heaven. And uh, I don't know, I really like Mark Buckingham a lot. Like I chanced upon some of his phenomenal uh, Devin Grayson Titans issues that he drew. He drew like a huge run of like yeah. at least like fifteen issues of Titans, and it's like I was actually blown away by how much better it was than I remembered. Like, and the art's great. Big part yeah. of it. Pretty cool. Anyway. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Faithless 3, number 4. God, I hate these comics that are numbers of numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they could be like Faithless A through X or whatever. Fables hashtag 3. Oh, no. Faithless, <laughs> Faithless three, hashtag, yes. hashtag 3. Perfect. Uh, Fantastic 4, number 43. Uh, it was clobbering time. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> 
<laughs> Indeed, clobbering was had. By there all. was <laughs> a clobbering good time was had by all. <laughs> a great clobbering had by all. Uh, wonderful. Uh, Firefly River Run hardcover is in these days. Uh, <laughs> that is a thing that people buy, but they don't. Uh, man, sorry. I was distracted by thinking about the shitty condition that this book showed up in. Oh, no. And I was like, do I sell this or don't I? And I think I'm like, I hemmed and hawed over it. And I was like, well, maybe I'll take it offline so nobody buys it without seeing it. But it's just another one of these fucking diamond things. Where Diamond destroyed so many of our books this week. What? I had a stack of books that were destroyed. I thought they were stepping it up now that the other guys were sending their books. No, in they're still they're still sixes. in like four. They're still in fourth place. I think is really what's going on. But oh. man, it, it was just it was a bummer because it was like clearly a return from another store, oh. <laughs> you know, or something. It, like it was like it had something on the back that looked like it had been dragged through the dirt. I was like, Uncool. come on, guys. And in this day and Get age... it together. Where I was pricing uh, a, a copy of uh, back issue I have that's actually somewhat valuable, and I was talking to my friend that works at the auction over there, uh, and uh, realizing that there is an actual significant dis- di- uh, difference in the minds of collectors between a 9.6 and a 9.8. You, you realize that that is literally a doubling of the price. I did not until very recently, and now I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You know that it's a doubling of price in some cases between a 9.4 and a 9.6. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I just, like, it's just so fucking arbitrary, man. Like, yeah. I, don't, I, I don't give a shit who you are. Like, there's no fucking science no. to that. No, there isn't. You know? And you're, you're not wrong. I mean, what they can do, they're... When it comes to those it's little... <laughs> Uh, first off you're absolutely correct there is absolutely no way believe me when i say that their friends get better grades that there are people who are getting grades that are deceptive and that there are people who make mistakes you know because they're just i mean that's what i was assuming just like human error just there's there are plenty of things that i've gotten in that i've been like "Mm." but but unfortunately what cgc is is no longer Someone who's because these aren't once they're slabbed, they don't matter. They might as well have like poured plastic over the comic and literally encased it forever. Yeah, yeah. Because what the purpose of this is for people is to change a comic book, a thing that exists in the world as a comic book, into a piece of a stock market that exists in the world that enables people. I'm sorry, I know I say this, and I know it sounds very negative, but for the most part, to hide money from the government. Essentially, it is a way that people are dodging taxes, that they're like they're laundering money. A lot of this shit, when you see it, like the, the little piddly shit that all the, the people are trading back and forth, sure, there's, there is not a collector's market for that. You're, right. Those guys are trading back and forth to themselves based on the massive value of somebody who kills people for money, hiding their money in comic books, you know, in buying an action comics number one to be like, well, I'm going to put this in the vault. That was that was worth killing that guy for or selling that pound of heroin or whatever. It Because yeah, it's not fentanyl. money. It's a great way to hide money. And it has ruined comics. It's, Sorry, it's just crazy that's, to that's me. It. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, it makes much... it makes my job so much less enjoyable 
because of what it has done to the value in air quotes because there there is no value the fact i mean listen i probably didn't go out of business because i found three nine eight copies of a ridiculously rare star wars comic in our basement Mm -hmm. you know like i made 10 grand selling three comic books right after we had lost forty thousand dollars in the pandemic and i had sent these off to cgc on a whim they came back because they were newsstand editions and they sold for $3,500 a piece. So that was nice. And that like almost probably kept us from having to like close down. So I can't bite the hand that feeds, but it is like, yeah, not knowing any of that stuff and not wanting to like, you know, anger the comics gods or any of that stuff. I just like when I'm, starting to think about like I have this one comic that's like actually valuable mm-hmm. and that's a rarity for me because <laughs> almost everything I have is worthless yeah. uh, except for in terms of what its value is to to my brain and um, I don't know I just was like it just seems so fucking arbitrary and I'm just like how can it not be arbitrary like how can it not when you go to a store and you see grading that's just all over the place mm-hmm. like if you go to multiple stores, like I, I do yeah, yeah. like all over com- conventions or whatever, or just like wherever you go, like it's like one person's yeah. one thing is not the next person's thing. It's just like, so now you're telling me that like some huge company where a bunch of people are doing it is going to yeah. like, and, and when, it, when, the, you know, and then also it happened to right at the exact same time that uh, the New York times did a, profile on a comic book collector who had like a collection of like less than 2000 books and two of them one was amazing fantasy and the other one was like x-men number one and i'm like fuck this guy yeah exactly like, fuck but you, that's you it. collect comic books but, sure you collect comic but books that's, it's like, and that's the point is yeah. that this stuff that's is, who runs the market right this is this is extremely rich people who are hedging you know they're yeah. it's like it's sort it's, of like nfts in a way it, it's it's physical NFTs. Except it very it much is. Cost as much energy. <laughs> it is, except it's not falling like NFTs because it is a physical thing. Yeah, because it's, like there, it's more tangible. Yeah, yeah. Because like or gold, whatever. even though it is just a fake thing that we have, it works in you know transistors and things. You know, there it's are a things physical that object that you can use gold space. for, but yeah. it's not worth what people charge for it. Right. Totally. Whatever. Anyway, diversion. diversion. Uh, Flash number seven eighty two is a comic book that is out. I enjoyed it. I actually think Flash is uh, is a, is Flash at a current is high point. Absolutely, uh, since they brought Wally back, got rid mm-hmm. of Barry, and like just having fun with it. It's cool. They've been absolutely doing some cool stuff on an upswing. And I actually like the Wally Wally team up that's going. Like they brought Kid Flash, yep. the new Kid Flash, into it, so it's the two Wally Wests, um, which is sort of confusing, but um, it's not any more confusing than like. Jay Garrick. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, so next up is a, one of these YA DC books. It is called Galaxy, The Prettiest Star. And, you know, anything named after a Bowie song, hmm. I'm probably going to be into. So, uh, there was a free comic book day uh, yeah, there was. of it, and it wasn't bad. Yeah, I it's pretty good. It's, a, it's a, some alien princess down to earth yeah. kind of story. Yeah. Looks fun. I like new characters. I'm a big fan Absolutely. of the, especially of the big two actually creating new characters. And that has been a that, big, a big push in this new YA yeah. thing that they're doing. There's a lot of these things that are actually new characters 
in fact, I talked, I spoke to somebody who was like trying to get one off the ground with DC and I was trying so hard. There's a character and I'm not going to say who it is because I think I could write it. So I'm not going to say who it is, but there was a character I was really pushing who has not been used in a comic in 70 years. And I was like, I really would like to get this there. I'd probably like Grant Morrison put her in something or something. Ooh, oops. It's her. And it's from 70 years ago. Dun, dun, dun. You could probably figure it out after that. Anyway. I might be able to. I bet I, you and could. I, and if it is who I think it is, yes, Grant Morrison did. Uh, okay. Uh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Grant Morrison. Uh, Good Asian Trade Paperback Volume 2 is out. Oh, nice. Again, Great one series. of the best noir comics I've ever read. It's very good. Uh, since we missed it the first time around, sorry, everybody, because I just, Aftershock does not do anything for me. Uh, or Source Point, sorry. Uh, good Boy, uh, the director's cut is out. But oh. people have raved about this indie property. Uh, so I am curious to see it. Cool. We've got... Uh, for speaking, a second, I thought it was uh, Bob Bob's uh, Good Boy. I know. Yeah, good Boy the, Paws good boy is, is yeah. Bob Tetchik's thing, which is not I the same thing. his last name wrong. You know, <laughs> I like to say Techik because I believe that's how I hear him say it. But, you know, he w- the way that he always tells people, he's like, yeah, pronounce it like Jurassic. And I'm like, so Takizik? And he's like, no, it's not that. And I'm like, well, then I don't know. <laughs> you know what? You're Bob. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm going to screw this up. This is this whole Ulrich Ulrich thing all over yeah, again. You can't, you, you can't, can't win. You can't win with Bob's. Nope. <laughs> that's, you know, there's a reason that's why funny. Devo just called them Bob One and Bob Two. I was know? Bob Two at Videoport, and you were Bob Zaro, <laughs> and I was Bob Zaro when I worked at Casablanca. Amazing. That so was a Chris Jones nickname. I used to wear that Bizarro <laughs> T-shirt all the time, and he called me Bob Zaro. It's pretty good. Used it for a while. It's my MySpace name. <laughs> when I worked at Newberry Comics, uh, there was regular Tony and Bizarro Tony. Nice. So. <laughs> And then he then he was turned into uh, I believe he was Megatwan at one point because he was an Antoine. Uh, anyway, so many diversions. We're like, this is going to be a fast one this week. We're on yeah. G. <laughs> uh, so speaking of really well, really lauded indies, Heathen Omnibus is out. This was a very very popular series, mm-hmm. and very cool, and from a company that was you know it's from vault so it was like one of their first actual things that took off enough that they probably didn't have to shut the doors so good news uh pretty cool nice i liked it i i read i think the first two issues and i really enjoyed them Excellent. uh house of slaughter number six i still always think slaughter <laughs> every time i see it I was like, wow, one of these really sold out quick. And I was like, oh, wait, that's because Diamond destroyed every single copy of it. Oh. Uh, yeah, so sorry, they everybody. Really sla- they slaftered They it. really slaftered this. So, unfortunately, cover B, every copy was damaged. Um, that's all right. I can see cover A, and it looks pretty good. Yeah, cover A is pretty good. And also, there's a body bag cover. They, they damaged a bunch of those, too. But um, we still have some. And if you see the actual internal art on that, that it's covering up, it's kind of weird because it's very Avatar press looking. Mm, like it looks weird. so much like, like a cover of Crossed. Juan Jose Reap it, guy. It, I think it, uh, it's it's a guy who has probably done stuff for them, but he's got a Juan Jose Reap Crossed. kind of vibe. God, I love Juan Jose Reap. I can't. He's actually it. really he's good. So talented. Yeah. 
Remember that remember that Wolverine series he did? Oh yeah. The best there great. is or what it was and like it was just a horror series yeah. with Wolverine where they just subjected him to everything yeah. to see what it his healing like factor so, could take. Like, it was just, just like gore. Detail on detail <laughs> on detail. Disgusting. Yeah. That guy worked with Alan Moore. Yeah. He's amazing. I mean, that's not something that you can sneeze at really. Yeah. I never worked with Alan Moore, so nope. Neither did I. Also, I can't draw. Oh, I so look forward to doing it in the future. Yes, absolutely. I, to draw things. I'm looking forward to as long as they don't have backgrounds. I'm looking forward to our uh, singing a cappella group that <laughs> I'm going to form with Alan Moore. Oh man! And Neil Gaiman. Uh, he did have a band. Of course, he did. Yeah. Look at him. He was like a music journalist. He was beginning. ZZ Top. I read a comics interview, like one of those Gary Groth amazing heroes interviews with him and it was like all about his band like but they were great uh i mean i know someone who has the cd so uh, my wife had the cd and then gave it away to a super fan it was i can't remember what it was but it was his like snakes and bacon or whatever it's called yep uh anyway and who i hate this place number one yeah, and it's called I Hate This Place, and the variant cover says Fuck This Place. Okay, so good enough. We've established. So, I read it. Tell me, a, tell me a story about hating this place. Uh, I think actually Fuck This Place is a much better uh, <laughs> title. I Hate This Place is just kind of like a nothing burger of a title, but uh, they do hate the place. Well, I because... Hate This Place is so, um, oh shit. There's a there was a word that was on the tip of my tongue. It, it's not pedantic, but it's so like whiny. Yeah, you it's know, just, like it's, it's nothing. It says yeah, nothing about I it. I hate this place. Whereas, like, fuck this place is like fuck this place. Like right. that's the feel of the book. It's basically like there's a siren in the background, yeah. and it goes off the entire time you read the comic. Nice. Um, no, it's uh, there's like some kind of shit that goes down at the very beginning where you realize like there's this place and there's some fucked up shit in the woods. <laughs> there's um, every kind of fucked up shit in the woods. That's what confused me about this book. It was like, it was like, wait a minute, what if one episode of the X-Files was every episode of it the X-Files. It is like that, and it definitely has kind of a more X-Files vibe, but it is it is real horror. It's yes. not like... Um, so basically, uh, this couple, in one of them inherits this house, and it's in the middle of nowhere, and they move there for some reason. And this is written by Kyle Starks, who is amazing. Mm-hmm. And they get there, and... It's a weird house, and there's this one room that's just filled with videotapes. And they're like, what's up with this? And then there's, like, one videotape that's like, watch me. And it's like, they don't see it right at first, but then one of them goes outside at night because the cows start doing real weird shit. Yeah. And then there's it's like they might be ghosts they might be aliens they might be you know spectral things from beyond they make the the animals do weird shit there's this weird fucking ufo that shows up to other places there is a light in the sky that makes it like it's daylight in the middle of night um so they but the nice thing i like about it is that they very quickly it's not like you don't have to sit through that whole thing of like something's weird something's obviously wrong and like any person who was alive and had like four brain cells to rub together would be like something's wrong but you still have to wait through three issues before they finally accept that something's wrong in this one it's like immediately they're like what the fuck is going on and 
of course they watch the tape and they realize that there's some rules to like what's going down and basically fuck this place fuck this place <laughs> i thought it was good yeah that was good it's a good first issue and i love that it just got right to the point there was no like i said there was no suspension of disbelief like where you have to like where every movie treats you like there's no movies in that yes. world yeah like i it, i just it's infuriating to me that like <laughs> there's like you have to sit through them understanding what it is yeah. it's just it's, like it's come the, on it's like the you've zombie, seen a it's fucking the zombie movie, movie where they don't shoot for the head Right, it's that right. Kind of exactly right. Like, 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 zombies, that can't pause. What right. people from what the is, dead? What is? Why are the dead coming back? Why is that what is guy that? like stink yeah. like he's rotten? I don't understand. I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, there is a there is a Japanese comic called "I Want to Be a Wall," and I have no idea what it's about. I could tell you what it's about. Is it about wanting to be a wall? I think, in a certain way, yes. Okay. Uh, it is about a love an asexual woman and a gay man who get married out of convenience and develop a bond of true friendship oh well <laughs> i want to be a wall it's called i want to be a wall <laughs> and i read the back cover and i flipped through it because i paid attention to manga this week uh immortal x-men number two is out i didn't read it but i liked the first one uh iron fist number three of five is out Still fisting it up. Didn't read this one, but I liked the first two. Nice. Uh, Iron Maiden Eddie Live After Death Vinyl. It's cool. a pop, and he's adorable. Look at him. Uh, Joe Hill Rain number five. Mm. I don't care about that book yeah, at I stopped all. reading it. I stopped Once reading. I realized that it was just an adaptation of a yeah. short story, I was like, I'm not no, reading a six-issue short, short story. It's going to take six months for me to read this comic. No mad. thanks. It was honestly mad after getting number one. Anyway, <laughs> uh, King Spawn number 10. Uh, Lego Ninjago Garmondagon. This I purposefully did not read. Good call. Uh, <laughs> Life Lessons with Uramachi Onisan, Volume 3. Sorry. Missed this one. Me too. Looney Tunes, number 266. Ooh, I, I actually was like, ooh, I should read this, and then I didn't. Uh, we've got... Big dummy. We've got two different what-if pop vinyls. We've got the Doctor Strange and... Or actually three... And we've got yeah. a zombie Scarlet Wanda Witch. and a zombie Falcon. You also, you must have four because there's a Doctor Strange, there's a Spider-Man, there's a zombie Wanda, and oh, then yeah. I don't even see the Falcon. True. The Spider-Man is the one where he's got Doctor Strange's coat. Yes, the zombie hunter one. Yes. Uh, Marvel Voices Identity, number one. This is fine if these are your books. Dude, they got to stop this. They got to, like, this is stupid. This is insane. Just make a series. Give these people, give these creators their own fucking series. Stop making these oh, little yeah, tiny yeah, things. It's like, look at what we're doing. And it's like, shut up and actually do it. This is half-assing it. Yeah. It's like, here's some crumbs. It's like, no, fuck you. Actually do a series with like one of these creative teams yeah. or all of these creative teams. This is weak sauce and I'm bummed out by it. That's all I can say. Uh, anyway, Moon Knight. This is the uh, Houston Benson Hurwitz series. Nice. Uh, that was the late in, late two or sorry, early two thousands, two thousand nine. Was that the one? Uh, yeah, I 
think that's the one. I just sorry, just realized that 2006. I had a, had okay, a mission yeah. to seek out one of the Jed McKay Moon Knight issues because Tigra was in it. I and love I, Jed McKay. Yeah, apparently. Did you know that she and Moon Knight were a couple in West yes. Coast Avengers? I had forgotten that. Uh, yeah, they're they're kind of a they're a weird couple in the new Moon Knight. That's the issue I got to get. Like yeah. I realize that she's I'm super into Tigra right now. I don't that know was like that was the issue that won me over to the Moon Knight series. Oh, cool. When the two of them were just like sitting on the side of a building having a conversation yeah. and he pulls his hood off and he's like yeah it's kind of fucked up what's going on yeah. <laughs> i've been through some stuff and like it, it was it was so well written and it was such a character thing that i was like yeah. oh this is charming this is exactly what i don't normally get from a moon knight comic like it kind of never happens yeah he's got that batman thing where you never get behind the veil and it's to me with that character he's too complicated where batman is just eh, justice okay sure great but this guy is literally the most complicated comic book character ever mm. he has just too much shit going on this is why i really have gotten into tigra as a character for marvel because i feel like in a in, i'm developing a theory about this but i think that tigra is like the every person of marvel universe that just like is this like entry-level character yeah. that has like no ego and and that is the character that would yeah. she has ties to everybody yes because of her time on these different teams and like she's everyone from silver surfer to moon knight to yep. all of the avengers to like you know it's just like it's it's so it's cool and i read about that comic and i was like oh i gotta read this she one is a because, bit of a like, cipher sometimes but yeah not really. really she has a much more distinct okay. personality but she be, the people who write her as ciphers are shitty writers well sure that would be sure. specifically mark fucking millar <laughs> and brian michael bendis who f fucking destroyed almost destroyed the character completely huh, interesting like, the dumbest plot lines that have ever happened to that character where almost every story she's in is awesome like yeah even the Al Milgram, like, I, like no, Al Milgram, I love whatever, Al Milgram, whatever. but like, it gets a lot of shit yeah. as being not the greatest of comics, and and it's it, I, they're great, like yeah. the plot lines with Tigra in that series, and actually, I would say generally, if you've heard that that series is shit, go back and read them yeah. if you can afford them. I, I think guess I think She Hulk is another character that's very similar to that she until Hulk she was be. until she was reinvented through the the Peter David and Dan Slott mm. era. I think See, I don't remember a Peter David run, and you've got an omnibus, that, which I imagine we'll talk about. Um, we'll talk about it. This because what's what's sad about the Peter David era is that he wrote a very good She-Hulk story that got interrupted by a bunch of event comics, and it got really derailed. Yeah, I mean that's uh, what happened to Tigra. Yeah, like that whole thing where she like sold out and fucking like yeah. spied on Captain America yeah, during. Yeah. That's why I wanted to read Civil War today. I was like, I forgot about that shit. Like that's yeah. it. Fucking makes me mad that someone was that <laughs> shitty of a writer that they did that. And then, and then she like had a kid with a scroll at one point, and then they like oh. had to like retcon that because it was so fucked up. Is it a scrat? No. <laughs> Damn they it. did a retcon because Bendis had her like uh no, Millar had no so Millar had her hooked back up with Hank Pym, mm -hmm. but then Bendis did Secret Invasion and revealed that Hank Pym was a scroll. Yes. But that the scroll had knocked Tigra up 
sorry to be uncouth, but like that she was pregnant with the child of this basically fucking rape like, scenario, yeah, exactly. like really fucked up shit. Like that, I that that shit is so pervasive in comic books. Yeah, and it's like it's so fucked up that it took that long for people to think like, hey, maybe we hey, shouldn't we do shouldn't this fucked should up not shit be- like this. Like that's a normal plot line. What the fuck? Like what the f- actual fuck? I gotta is tell you, in the brain of somebody to yeah. do that. I mean, yeah, exactly. I think it takes somebody. Sometimes it takes stepping back because some of this shit is just so pervasive in society and all that. Yeah, that like that societal opinions are such. I don't know. Our society sucks. There is so much comic book stuff that is like. Uh, mind control is yep. like a thing that is just totally normal in comics and because they have to and, but that at least sort of makes sense because they have to make reasons for the superheroes to fight each other of course but that said but then blah, if, if, but you're, like, if you're ca- not careful about how you handle that then it can get really gross this is why I don't like when superheroes have kids because they always have to come up with some weird fucked up plot yeah, yeah. line involving yep. the kids and it happens with every single character that has a kid doesn't matter it just if it hasn't happened yet wait 10 years and then talk to me <laughs> exactly. everyone anyway whatever all right my next life is a villainous side story girls patch trade paperback manga i can't i i picked this up i read the back i flipped through it and i don't know what the fuck is going on in this thing so it's just because it's a part of a story that i don't know that phrase seemed to make perfect sense to me so i don't know what your problem is yeah <laughs> i don't know i tried uh, i wanted to be able to say this is cool and about this but i have no idea yeah uh new masters number four i love new masters it's absolutely so brilliant afrofuturist crazy story hopefully it's going to be a video game because it's a video it. game it was a kickstarter is that for real? Yeah, that's nice. where it started. It was a Kickstarter, and then it became. And they are they work in video games, but um, but yeah, it's great. If Sweet. you're not reading New Masters, you should be at this point. Get a trade. <laughs> wait for the trade, or get the back issues and read it all because there's only four. I think and I think I have it real really. good. Uh, New Mutants twenty five is out. Oh man, Madeline Pryor's back. Yep, that's one that uh, that's one where they're like, hey. I got this good idea. Let's, I want to, the magic is like, I don't want to be the tied to limbo anymore, which, you know, okay, makes sense. She's like, I'm going to give it to Madeline Pryor. What the fuck? Did you pay attention to anything in the last 20 years of X-Men? Very odd, yeah. Uh, Why would you do that? And of course, and Sabretooth could do it too. He's oh my he's god! Already, there's a million better he's lords of good hell at than Madeline Pryor, who has continually existed only to fuck the X Men over yep. since she was a, it, it first introduced. Uh, Nightwing ninety two, uh, fantastic issue. It's great. Always. I love that Bruno Redondo is back. I, Always. I understand that fantastic. he needs breaks here and there, but man, he's <laughs> back and it's good. Peanuts, It's a Dog's Life, Charlie Brown, 1960 to 1962. I love this manga. It's a good manga. Uh, Power Rangers 19, good enough. Uh, Savage Avengers, number one. This is that new Savage Avengers that they're going to keep doing, even though apparently Marvel lost the license to Conan. They can still do Conan, though. What? I read about it. There's I don't a loophole. Understand any of this shit. There's a loophole. They can't do certain things with it, but they can keep doing Conan for some reason, and it might have something to do with the weird uh, rights issues with. Because, like in you know that Sumerian comic, yeah, yeah, those are just That's European just Conan European comics, Conan. and they because, just can't call them Conan. Because fifty years in the UK yeah, is public is domain. Public domain, and here. 
it's 50 with an extension. Right. And or 70, I thought it was here. It it's 50 with an extension of 20. Oh, so it's 70. Oh, I thought 70 was like the norm. No, I think I think it's 50 years and then I believe you have to file for an extension or something like that. Like someone has to claim it. I can't remember. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong or maybe it's 70 and then the family can claim an extension. Yeah, I think cuz that's what Disney's doing. Disney's like 100 well, at this point. But that's that was the thing was that Well, at least for like the, basically what well no, because Disney has been changing the standard for what public domain is every time mickey mouse comes up yeah so as soon as mickey mouse comes up to be public domain they then change the laws using very expensive lawyers mm, and lobbyists it, and it affects everything yeah it like it changes everything so all these things that would have been in the public domain are not because Disney wants to keep their copyright on Mickey Mouse. Well, now that Disney's the enemy of the people, I think that uh, we may see some public domain changes. That would be great. That would be really fun. Honestly, I would would expect it to happen. Like, I genuinely... I've read articles about how they want to do it. I will... Okay, so here... Listen. should say an article. I don't want (laughs) to... I don't want to go down this road because we don't have time and I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it anyway. Oh. The tea. I can't help it. God damn it. It feels this whole this whole Republican come down on Disney feels like Disney paid for it. Every part Ooh. of this, everything about it, it makes them look good to the majority of Americans. Just the fringe people are the ones that are coming down on it. Makes them look good to a massive number of people. It means that they don't have to pay the billion dollars in road repairs and sewage infrastructure and all those things in this new town because they're taking this away. All of that tax burden goes on to the people of that city uh, instead of them. And it's just like everything about this whole like we're coming down on Disney feels like, wow, thanks. I, I appreciate it. I had not even. Nobody likes this guy. Nobody likes Ron DeSantis. Like nobody fucking gives a shit about anyone in Florida and politics. And they're like, so they look like the good guys. They make a bunch of money. It's just like, it looks like a pile of shit to me. So that's all. Ooh. I'm a terrible conspiracy theorist. I apologize for being another guy on a podcast. Uh, that's the thing. Throwing about conspiracy theories. But I hate that like conspiracy theories it. have a bad name now because conspiracy theories are not. I don't know. Well, like, it's whatever. it's also it's also a that's hypothesis. A it's a good place to start to be like, that is interesting that they're benefiting across the board. And then someone can come at me and go, well, actually, they're not. And then that's how you come to a consensus. Exactly. But it's like there is an actual conspiracy <laughs> in what you're what you're speculating about. Like, yes, there is like a cover up in this scenario. Whereas yeah, precisely the conspiracy theories of today is like right. the sky is actually made of grass. Right. <laughs> like, dude, that's I my mean, conspiracy theory, man. It's like, where's the conspiracy? Who gives a shit if the sky's made of grass? Listen, nobody. I mean, if if anybody wants to get What's a copy of the Funbox Monster uh, magazine, I interviewed Grady Hendrix, who you know, within the next five years is going to be the next Stephen King. So get on him. Uh, but that was what he that was basically what he was talking about because he did a book that was based in conspiracy theories, and he was talking about how things went from these like fun X Files like Bigfoot and like whatever to just the darkest pizza gatest most horrible things and he was like 
it was it was fun to be a conspiracy theorist in yeah. the 90s because you were like yeah and the government knows about aliens yeah and now it's like yeah and the the government's molesting children and stealing their adrenochrome and it's like no hold on <laughs> let's get let's go back to fucking chupacabras please yeah exactly come on exactly. man exactly <laughs> that's dumb, dumbasses <laughs> anyway uh that's all how about uh, shadow war zone number 1 uh, it does have a short story with art by Otto Schmidt, who I love. Um, but it's, yeah, it's all just kind of like one's black canary, one's some other, I don't know what else. What else. It's, oh, tell it ties me, into that whole thing. Tell me you read Shaolin Cowboy. I, you know, does anyone really read Shaolin Cowboy? Well, Although that said, there's a lot more words in this one than I was expecting. Thank God. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, I flipped through it. it looks... No, that last Shaolin Cowboy sucked so much. That yeah, I was it was so just... mad. I mean, the art was still phenomenal, yeah, yeah, as yeah. always. But there's only you can't read four issues of just killing zombies. Mm. Like it can't just be every single panel is killing zombies, especially in the desert. Killing like me if zombies. it was if it was killing zombies in a city and it changed where he was doing it it was like oh i'm in a grocery store and i killed him with a can of peas even that to me i'm like okay cool but he was in the desert (laughs) so every scene looked exactly the same you couldn't tell what like if you told me one panel was another panel i wouldn't have known the difference Mm. it was just this this is definitely like a a a story although great but in that it's a lot Darrow, of dinosaurs. Crazy, crazy cakes way. Great. A lot of dinosaurs, a lot of weird bones. Awesome, because that first, I but, mean. But much more words. The than first few Shaolin Cowboys were like that. They were just crazy, weird stuff. Yeah. And I thought they were wonderful. I think it looks cool. Also, there's a guy with a weird frog costume. <laughs> cat costume? I don't know what it is. Like we said, She-Hulk by Peter David. There is an omnibus out this week. Uh, and again, like I said, there is some really good stuff in here and there is some stuff that gets interrupted and it definitely messes with his vision for how this series was going. Uh, this was also on the tail end of the best series, the Dan Slott series, which was just mm-hmm. nothing can touch it. It was just one of the most amazing things ever. I did really enjoy in Fantastic Four this week the um the way reckoning war pulled together like yes. these weird little things that he seeded in multiple different comics yep. throughout his entire time at marvel like it it almost feels like slot is like closing Retiring. a chapter yep. yeah like it's, it does it's very interesting and he's like hey yeah like i you, you you thought i was a hack but like here's all this cool shit that i just like <laughs> remember great lakes avengers oh by yeah, the way i that. never thought he was a hack i think he's an amazing writer i was just I <laughs> I wasn't saying you did personally. I, I, I have read people say that I he love is one. I love his Spider Man stuff. Uh, I was certainly mad about it for a while because I thought that it was too much. I thought because the same way that we same thing we were just talking about, I felt like it was such a desecration mm. that it bordered on things that were better not left out of funny books the way that the way that Peter's mind was taken over and the like the the basic violation that went on yeah I was like this this is not this is not funny book territory anymore but that's a whole other story yeah I don't I was kind of specifically referring to there was like some um documentary about like here's the behind the scenes at Marvel Comics and it was like basically like Dan Slott got a bunch of shit for like kind of fucking everybody over by being late and like oh 
I don't know. Who like, cares? Kind of. Who cares like, what he did to the corporation? Like, I don't give a fuck. Slot stuff uh. that I saw around that, but maybe it's just because I only pay attention to Twitter like Oof. once every like three months. So I probably just like saw something and thought it was a much bigger deal than it was. Uh, anyway, Silk number five. I forgot to read that one. Slumber number three. I don't know what's happening in this one, but it looks good. It's great. Spider Punk number two is great. Is great. And it is. has a Judy Ba uh, variant cover, which is awesome. It sucks because the there's there's a scroll cover that was really awesome, but oh. unfortunately every copy was damaged. Damn it! Uh, so we don't have those, but they're on reorder. So fingers crossed. Uh, Star Wars Doctor Afra number twenty. Mm. Uh, another one that has a variant that's completely destroyed. Uh, Han Solo and Chewbacca, number two. Two taste the great taste great together. <laughs> Perfect. Marvel's number ten. Thor number twenty five. It's the crossover with that big Hulk story. And speaking and, of people that still have what it takes, Ron Friends killing it in a yep. backup. And then there's this really fun uh, Thor backup uh, where he it's a retelling of a actual myth uh, where oh, Thor nice. gets married. That's really cool. Cool. I really enjoyed the backups in this. Um, yeah. Transformers number 43, Undiscovered Country, Volume 3, Possibility is out. And uh, Usagi Yojimbo number 28. Mm. And Venom Lethal Protector number 2. Yeah. Hey, look at that sweet B cover. Who could have drawn such a cool thing? Why, it's our friend Scarecrow Oven. Uh, it's pretty awesome. You have a friend named Scarecrow Oven? I do have a friend named Scarecrow Oven. That's cool. That's a cool name. <laughs> uh, yes, he is currently the uh, the head artist at Atlantic Records, doing all of their oh. record sleeves. Wow. For all of their bands. Cool. He's, he is a phenomenal artist. You might know him from the secret B cover to Rad Wraith number one, that uh-huh. crazy... That big crazy cover. Nice. That was him. Uh, it was a very venomy looking cover too, actually. So yeah, he was a perfect person. Neat. Um, yeah, Dave's a good dude. Yeah. Uh, so, Walking Dead Deluxe number thirty nine. Again, we had a damage. Sorry. Uh, we've got uh, Wolverine number twenty one. Art is phenomenal in this comic. Truth. You know what else is great? What? Wolverine Patch. Yeah. Larry Hama. Larry Hama killing it. Uh, let's see. Wonder Woman number seven. Wonder Woman Evolution. Oh, sorry. Evolution uh, number seven. My my apologies. And Wonder Woman 80th anniversary golden age pop vinyl. Ooh, yeah. Excellent number three. Mm, there's a guy called the, like the, the, um, Lint. And he like basically just makes lint. That's right. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, his, yeah, yeah, yeah. His costume is actually really funny because it like he has like a V cut out chest costume, but it goes all the way down below his belly button so that he can pull all the lint out. Oh my god. The fluff. That's what he's the called. Fluff. That's fluff. right. I think it's his first appearance. I this cover is so good. Did you see the Dragata cover? I did, yeah. That's the only one I saw actually. Oh my god. I love the I love dupe with the little cell phone on his head. <laughs> oh, that's so fucking cute. Damn it. Love that dupe. Love that dupe. Love that dupe. X-Force number 28. 
there's a weird pink juggernaut inside this. What? I did not read it, and now I think I have to. Yeah, you got to read it for that pink juggernaut. I think it's tied to one of the characters that's in it, but I won't spoil it. Interesting. It's not the actual juggernaut. Wow, too bad. Uh, let's see. We've got X-Men Follow the Mutants Omnibus. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's a beefy tome. Also, I don't know if that new cover is new from Brett Blevins, but I like the cover a lot. Yeah. And we got X-Men Red number two. Uh, People have been waiting for this issue for a while, so it's finally out. Oh. Uh, Interesting. Again, got delayed. Oh, delayed. Okay. Let's see. And that is it. That's what we got. Woohoo! We did it in under an hour, even though we... Actually, yeah. We did do it in less than an hour. Delaying constantly. 50 minutes. Perfect. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening, uh, and uh, we will see you next week. Follow us at Coast City Comics and at I'm Actually Comics. Buy stuff from the Coast City Comics website, and uh, that's it. Yeah. Good night. Bye.